All right. Uh, Steve, can we please have a one-word prompt? Cars. <laughs> it's the, it's, I swear you did that like the past three times. I don't think I've done that one before. I probably do <laughs> Fast and Furious. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's done that one before. It definitely feels okay. fresh. Yeah, it seems fresh. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Well, speaking of cars, you know me. I was in the shop hanging out with Rodney, and I was like, hey, where did Guy go? And it turns out he got arrested finally. So... He got what's coming to him and you know I'm hanging out I'm swapping out my neon lights from pink to blue for a more wintry feel and then of course in walks the tool man Ooh, Steve hey. was there yeah I ran into him wow cool hold on one second hey welcome to the overtalking podcast with your host Ken and CJ say hi CJ vroom vroom this is the show where we talk over TV shows and movies as chosen by our guests and this week we are of course starting out the new year with Furious 7 that's right gotta keep it rolling Keep Literally. it rolling. We still got three more to do. Yeah, and then hopefully the new one will be out yeah. by then. Yeah, probably. We only have two more to do. Oh no, the spinoff, right? Where we have to do Hobson Shaw. I still haven't seen it. I'm excited. That's right. Oh my god, yeah. I'm excited for you. That's the one you. I haven't seen. Yeah. Wow. Because it's it's not part of the main. Well, it's the Fast sure. and Furious presents Hobson Shaw. Sure. sure. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I'm hanging out in the garage, and in walks the Tool Man. Hey! There he is. There he is. We have, uh, of course, returning guest Steve. Welcome back. Hey! <laughs> and then I, I notice Steve is wearing a jumpsuit as if he now works at the garage. What's up with that, Steve? Hey! Yeah, they were... Um, <laughs> hey, it's me. Uh, I'm the tool man. <laughs> so, yeah, they were um, understaffed with some you know, COVID issues and that kind of stuff. And then, obviously, uh, whichever guy you said got arrested got arrested. Um, yeah, guy. So, oh, guy. Okay, yeah. What was he that doing? Guy. Remind me again. What uh... we don't we don't want to get into that. I uh, I, I don't think I'm supposed to say. I could be tied back to him, but <laughs> this is being recorded. And I, uh, me, and uh, what's this guy? Yeah, we go way back. Um, so I had to cover for him, obviously, and you know it's like almost like beneath me to work at a lot of these shops because of the amount of knowledge I have about cars. Um, <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I'll cover. You know, it's the holidays, and then yeah, CJ comes in with his. Uh, his car that I know the make and model of that I won't, uh, <laughs> reveal. And he was like, I'm looking for a more wintry feel for yeah. my neons. And I'm like, what's more wintry and snowy than blue. So we went for it and I think it turned out pretty nicely. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy with the results. Uh, we also popped up the suspension a bit. So I got a little more lift to, you know, mm-hmm. go over those Chicago potholes and speed bumps and all the snow. So I'm yeah. excited about that. And then of course we put those chains on the tires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because, I know a big a big drag racing kind of thing is to make sure you're safe and put those the snow chains on your tires, right? <laughs> yeah, especially yeah. after this past snow that we had here, I'm seeing people just drag down the street over here in their chains, and uh, it's not slowing them down. No, at all. not at all. You got to really you, you need that grip, and it's definitely yeah. street legal, and something people definitely still do. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yes. It doesn't damage 100%. the street at all. No. <laughs> yeah, okay. you would never tell otherwise. Whoever thought of that idea, I'd like to shake that guy's hand because what yeah. a genius idea that was. And it makes such a great sound when it goes down the street too, right? <laughs> yeah. Just not just metal grinding on concrete. That's the classic so nice. city. Yeah. yeah. Let's everybody know. Oh, no, don't worry about me. I'm good. I got plenty of grip. I got chains on my tires. That's why I used to just yell it out my window when I drive by too. <laughs> I'm good. I got plenty of grip. Don't worry about me. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> 
And see, you you drove past my house at one point, and I thought it was a nice touch that in addition to the blue neon, you put those like laser house lights on your car, and it just shines at every house on either side of your your car as you drive well, I, by. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I know everybody wants to get a glimpse of my ride because of how sweet it is. So I got to let people know, like, okay, here's your turn to finally get a glimpse. I know right. you've been waiting. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you blind them with the lasers at the same time. It's it's still cool. Yeah. yeah. It makes it. it memorable, I think. Yeah, so I was uh, happy about the uh, advertisement that you're given with the the huge tool man decal on the, your back windshield to the point yeah. where you can't even see at the back. I um, thought it was cool that you have top billing now. It's now tool man and Rodney's garage, not the other way around. That was one of the conditions uh, on my return because I was like, you know, this is almost beneath me because of my knowledge. Um, so I want my name at the top. And obviously we had to get rid of um, the other guy's name, Guy. Guy, yeah. Um, because of the uh, prison time yeah are you gonna get like a more permanent sign because right now it's just kind of like a bunch of pieces of paper taped to the building no just in case we need to pack up quickly and leave for Mm -hmm. other reasons i can't disclose related to the other employee Uh um let's let's not keep talking about it on the the airwaves here i i'm getting some texts right now that are telling me to stop it, it may already be changing right now yeah, yeah. Uh, that's good you're getting good text message from people that are listening to our live feed yeah, yeah. mr nsa and mr cia <laughs> well that's okay we can move on we, we we'll uh we'll be right back we'll talk about furious seven and more coming up on the over talking podcast you don't know me you're about to Looks like the sins of London have followed us home. Remember Owen Shaw? This is his big bad brother. We'll be in hunting. One last ride. And we're back from Vroom on the Over Talking Podcast. Once again, my returning guest, Steve, and we're talking about Furious 7, of course. Of course. So, Steve, we are going to put 30 seconds on the clock for you to describe for someone who's never heard or seen Paul Walker what Furious 7 is all about. Ready, go. So fresh off the heels of the last one, which was the sixth one, uh, they're racing on a giant runway, and then uh, Shaw dies. But there's another Shaw. It's Jason Statham. And he's trying to kill everyone, and he he kills Han in a different timeline, part of the timeline. And then everyone's like, oh, we got to kill this guy. And they find a thing called God's Eye to find everyone, and uh, then they get it back, and they kill everyone. Yeah, that's it. They kill everyone, and that's it. Yeah. Roll credits. So the, I, for, I, didn't, I don't remember this movie really at all, except for the ending where this is famously the last movie that Paul Walker is in because he died in the middle of filming this. Right. Um, in the most Fast and Furious fashion, mm-hmm. but still very sad. And that's the only part is, is the ending where he drives off and he's all CGI-y. That's, that's the only part I remembered initially. But yeah. this movie actually introduces the the techie girl who is like the the main good guy in this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and her name, of course, name? is. <laughs> is it Ram- like Ramsey? Ramsey's Ramsey. Ramsey. Yeah. <laughs> I was about yeah. to say Ramsey's like the Pharaoh. <laughs> yeah. So now Ludacris has been put down a peg. Now she is the top hacker of the world, and he's number mm-hmm. two. Because they're like, what else does this squad need? Another hacker. Another yeah. hacker, yeah. Because when you think of cars, you think yeah. of hacking. Yeah. This is the, I think, the first one now where, now the trend in the series is the the sort of the big 
get or villain of the movie is a new tech thing that they have to track down. This one, it's God's Eye. I don't know what the next one is called, but like even Charlie's. in the ninth one, it's still like another tech thing that they have to capture. Which I guess good for them. They they're realizing that's the trend of the modern era. Is like yeah, it's a good good nuanced reflection on today's society. Everything's dominated by tech, and we're all just trying to go viral. And they're they're on it. You know, they're on it. Yeah, I did like the the introduction. The movie opens with Jason Statham at the hospital with his brother Shaw from the sixth movie in a hospital bed, and he's kind of giving exposition essentially and background of like their relationship but it felt very much like he was kind of talking shit to his brother who is like passed out in a hospital bed of like you should have known better or like done better and it's like your brother's literally like uh, almost died and you're like giving him a hard time while he's unconscious it's nah, so, fuck that dude he yeah. couldn't stay alive even so yeah can't, it's, can't be that good seems it's like an odd choice it's just a tone for how much more badass this new villain is because we thought the other one was cool fuck we were wrong we were yeah, definitely so wrong, wrong about that that dude wasn't even jason statham yeah come yeah. on another thing i thought that was weird was again it's like still the the beginning of the movie we see brian paul walker in uh in like a car and you think he's about to race and then it sort of pans out and he's in a minivan waiting to like pick up his kid from school or something like that but again that that time seems like it's spent where he basically is implying like, ah, being a dad sucks. I hate this. I wish I was fighting with guns and almost dying at every second. And he literally says that he misses the bullets. Yeah, and he says he misses bullets. Isn't that mm-hmm. a reflection of today's society, too? We're all thinking about that. <laughs> we, don't, we don't want the white sure. picket fence. We want the crazy action scenes. That's why I watch these movies. Yeah. Right? Right, guys. Yeah, that's that's why you guys both still live in Chicago, right? For, yeah, for the, yeah. just drive by bullets on the highway and stuff. That's awesome. Greatest city in the world, baby. Yeah. <laughs> also, I did. So, did we know that they were the inventors of race wars? Yeah, we did. We yeah. did. Yeah. Okay, I knew that was like how this all started, but I didn't know it was like them specifically started it. Yeah. Yeah. Because they bring Letty back to Race Wars to try to, like, jog her memory. Because remember, she has amnesia. Yeah. After being she, dead. She died. Basically. Yeah. yeah. She died. She and died, she came back to life, and has amnesia. Yeah. And she's the only character that happens to in the whole series. <laughs> yeah, they definitely <laughs> never bring back other characters from the dead. Yeah. Right. We'll see. I did like the scene in the Race Wars where she basically slugs a guy in the face, and he kind of laughs it off. Of like, oh, hit a, struck a nerve or something. It's like... Dude, you just got punched in the face, yeah. and, and they're all like in good spirits about it. He's just being a good sport. He's just trying to re-trigger her memory by uh, being a good sport. <laughs> Giving her a hard time. About... Yeah. And then she just pieces it, right? Yeah, and then she, yeah, she drives away. Then <laughs> they have and to like chase see, after her. We see Vin Diesel's emotional range when he just stares off in the distance, and you can see all the emotion on his face. <laughs> Maybe one of the most emotive actors I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, well, I also forgot that... We, we recently saw Fast 9 because that's the latest movie to have come out. But I forgot that in this movie, they also brought back the main dude from Tokyo Drift for like a, a scene or whatever. Um, yeah. What main and dude? I thought that was awesome. The, you know, the guy who's like 40, but he's pretending to be oh, yeah. uh, but he's in high 16 school. year old. Yeah, yeah that's right. Oh, wow, they're literally like <laughs> just using footage from Tokyo Drift in this movie. 
Oh, they straight up did for, yeah, like a half a second, yeah. Oh, I heard they refilmed all those to be exactly accurate to Tokyo Drift. Did they? Wow. Yeah. I know, I think you can tell the difference based on how old that guy looks. <laughs> some is reused footage, some is clearly, oh, it's been some years. <laughs> From Honestly, one scene to the next, literally 10 years. Yeah, yeah. somehow he was already he was already pushing 40 in his first film, and then yeah. he was pushing 50 when they when they got him again with Vin Diesel <laughs> on that balcony area. Uh-huh. Yep. And then, Steve, this is the movie, I believe, where you said this is your your favorite rock quote is in this movie. Is that right? Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. What is that? Yes, it is. Oh, you guys didn't pick up on that like instantly? Well, so I, I have a few guesses. Okay. Can I can I run some by you that that I think might be it? Sure. Okay. Let's so go for it. Let's start with okay. This one we we this is still early in the movie. The Rock is at his office. He's like at work. See you tomorrow, boss. I'll see you then. Don't stay too late. I'll stay as long as I want, woman. I knew you would say that. <laughs> that's gotta be it. That's no, that's it. that's not no? it. It's a, that's not it's a it? good line. It's a good line, but that's it, not it. Is it a good line? <laughs> it's not Don't a good stay line. Stay as long as I want, woman. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, he, okay, if, if that's not it, let's, let's try another one. All right, here we go. Hey, did you bring the cavalry? Woman, I am the cavalry. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> of course you are. Uh, he really likes saying the word woman a woman, lot in yeah. this movie. Woman? Um, that's know. also a really good line. Uh, that's not the one I was that's thinking still of. still not though. it? Yeah, oh, wow. it's, it's before that. It's before that. Is it? Does he say something when he flexes out of his cast? It's oh, got to be something yeah. around there. Ken, I'm oh, so glad yeah, you brought Ken. that up. Here we go. <laughs> He's in the hospital. He's got an arm cast. Here we go. Dad, what's going on? Daddy's got to go to work. <laughs> it's... The that best crunchy line. noise you're hearing is him ripping off his arm cast. He just flexes and the cast breaks off. It's um, after being sidelined the whole movie, he's looking out at the destruction happening in the city from his hospital room. And he says, daddy's got to go to work. The music gets really intense and he just flexes his arm and his cast just breaks off. Of it. <laughs> Quite that's probably the, the best greatest in the moment movie. in cinematic history. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, it's amazing. Yeah. Some of his best work. All right, I, I do have one more quote, even though that so that was it. That was that was the, it. That was Daddy's got to go to work. Okay, yeah. Because I wasn't sure. I I did enjoy uh, this line as well when they're talking about uh, Jason Statham. Woman. He also tried to put me in a body bag too, which is why when I get out, I'm gonna put a hurt on him so bad he's gonna wish his mama had kept her legs closed. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I don't remember that one. Wow. Yeah, that one was pretty good. <laughs> I think it's a good look for me that the one that I liked out of all four of those was the one where he's not objectifying any woman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the one where it's not overtly like sexist. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, hey, yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like in a, so in this movie too, when he's saying that he's watching the destruction of L.A. They they make a conscious decision where they're like, okay, we know we have to like face the bad guys. Let's do it in our own backyard where we know the streets best, which I think is such a weird choice. You have the entire world at your disposal, and you're like, let's possibly put our friends and family at risk by bringing yeah, well, them to where they live. Oh, let's they're bringing just in downtown home. <laughs> yeah. That's why we, America fights on U.S. soil every single time. <laughs> yeah, all right? the time. 
Yeah. See, that's exactly what you're saying, though. They know the streets. And if you're a bunch of cool gearheads, racers like them, you've got to know the streets, ride or die. Yeah. You can't be racing uh, in uh, wherever the hell they were in the rest of the movie, because I remember that. Right. Not in they London, baby. The streets. They didn't know yeah. the streets. They didn't not know the in streets. Tokyo, baby. Yeah, not in Tokyo, baby. Yeah, they know the streets <laughs> in Tokyo, but... Well, D- DK does in... Yeah, and Vin, but I don't know about the the rest and the old guy. Yeah, and Han knows it. R.I.P. Yeah, mm, yeah. I did enjoy though. Did we see any Coronas in the last movie? I think we talked about it, and we didn't. Yeah, right? I th- I think the Coronas were severely lacking, but they made it uh, very apparent that they were back in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get introduced to Mister Nobody, who apparently is like a big. Beer guy. It seems like a weird like <laughs> character thing to add. So uh, Del Toretto is talking to Mr. Nobody about beer, and we hear them discussing beer. Here we go. Belgian ale. Oh, man, those monks got it right. I mean, I don't know about the whole celibacy thing, but when it comes to beer, would you like one? More of a Corona man myself. Uh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> More of a Corona man myself. Yeah. And then he whips out a full bucket of Coronas. He does. Yeah, and then, yeah. I saw that part in theaters, and literally every person stood up and started clapping and whooping it up. <laughs> and then we all sat down in unison so we could hear the other parts of the line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Corona, they said it. I, it would seem such a weird thing for Mr. Nobody to be like super into Belgian ale specifically, that he had a keg at their sort of like Operation Black Sight. Yeah, not a whole lot in the ways of character development for that guy besides the Belgian ale thing, but... yeah. It gives us something. Yeah. At least we can picture him at home drinking out I mean, of the same keg, I guess, in a he's suit. He's a self-described nobody, right? That's so. true, yeah. We don't want to know a lot about him. He, he likes it that yeah. way. And, and speaking about returning to Dom's core values, I don't know, Steve, if you have this quote or not, but uh, at one point he's talking about whether or not he has friends. <laughs> do, you, do you remember this, this part? I don't. All right, so there's this one part <laughs> where <laughs> Dom is talking about whether or not he has friends, and he's just straight up says, "I don't have friends. I have family." Yeah, and it's it's the best. It's so good. There's also I, another one of his lines I didn't pull, but it's uh, this time it's not just about being fast. And I thought he was gonna say it's about being furious, yeah, but I, I don't know. think he does. It's like <laughs> that that's such a huge, missed opportunity. A little too on the nose. A huge know. tease. Everyone was holding their breath for that one. They're like, oh, yeah. but then they just cut away. Okay, another thing I I noticed, so movies, you know, are bit like action sequences usually have these big musical scores to add like emotional feelings to it and to like pump you up and basically tell you how you should feel. Usually when there's like races, there's big like, you know, drums and strings to add effects. Exactly. And when the... When the rock's ripping out of his cast, it's really intense. Exactly, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The most dramatic part of the movie. Uh, When... Dom Toretto is chasing Jason Statham out of the funeral. I couldn't help but notice there is no music, and it just felt very weird. And they added a particular sound effect. I'll I'll see if you guys can pick up on this. I just thought it was so odd. That last part, it it seems like a weird ghost, like... Some weird, like, wind-whirling thing. 
Oh, I just assumed that was oh, the yeah. car. Yeah, I thought it was just standard car noises. But like that's <laughs> now, so it's like a big one now, right? Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> I just uh, it felt so weird. Like they forgot to add music to it. Look, this is a long movie. The composer couldn't be bothered to <laughs> got score every yeah. single moment of it. I actually so. heard that they filmed that part last, and the scoring guy, uh, his name is Brian Tyler, actually. He's uh, notable for other works, including uh, Now You See Me and Iron Man 3. Do you believe <laughs> wow. that? Now You See Me? That's a yeah. random movie that I've seen. Huh, okay. Yeah. I've never seen those movies. Just want to go on the record and say that. I've just looked up his credits and found out what <laughs> That's he right. Scored. We all know you've only seen these movies in Citizen Kane yeah, and part of Sonic the Hedgehog. I just I just wanted to say that up front, just in case people thought I saw those movies and recognized his score. His work. Um, so, no, just to double back and say that. Um, but, yeah, I don't think I recognized that there was no music in that part, but I kind of like it. It's just weird to me. It's like the arguably the main character, Vin Diesel, chasing the main villain. This should be like a big dramatic part of the movie. And it's just like instead random cuts of them going like just vroom and then like silence and then like more weird noises. Well, you know, the thing is the cars are almost, I don't know how to say it, but like another character in this movie. Ken, that's such a good you point. You know, are you're totally right. So it, right. You are so like right. Those points are like kind of a dialogue between the two cars you know yeah. and i think they just wanted to accentuate that that's true i should recognize that that is a language that both the two of them and, and i speak uh pretty yeah. fluently and me and me yeah. okay <laughs> cool <laughs> as long as everyone knows that <laughs> um so that's why i thought it was cool without the music because like sometimes you just want to hear car noises like uh yeah. brooms, <laughs> brooms and skirts and uh brakes Skirt? I love those rooms and skirts. My yeah. favorite parts of the movie. That it, it's almost a symphony itself. Uh, exactly. It's, yeah. Sure. You know, you guys are right. I, I'm I'm totally wrong on this. Cool. Thank Glad you that you that. finally admitted it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm a man enough to admit when I'm I'm not perfect. Yeah. Must be nice. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tool Man. What's that like being perfect? Uh, where do I begin? I uh, there are no words. Sometimes people are just speechless when they meet me, and uh, it's a very unique effect I have on people. There's no words. There's just the, the car noises, right? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes people yeah. say vroom, vroom. Sometimes they say skirt. Sometimes they say break, I guess. <laughs> they, uh, they just say the word break? Break. Yeah. Nitrous. Is that when you're about to like hit something, or like you're pulling a car into the garage? You're like, oh, you got a break. You're about to hit the wall. Usually when I'm going two pedals to the metal, someone pulls me back and is just like, hey, break. Two um, pedals to the metal? Yeah, yeah. I got both I got the brake both and the gas. <laughs> I got both feet. You like got... to rev up the engine even when you're braking? <laughs> Obviously, that's like how I live my whole life. That's true. A quarter mile. How are time. those uniforms, by the way? I've always wondered. Are they like comfy? They since they're kind of like a one piece jumpsuit, they look pretty cozy. Um, Michael yeah, they... seems to enjoy them. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they are. They are very cozy. Um, they get a lot of uh, you know that grease on it, like engine grease. <laughs> oils who do you think you're talking stuff? to i yeah i'm familiar with yeah. some grease it's something where you like you come out of uh, under the car on one of those uh, skateboard uh thingamabobs <laughs> yeah a skateboard yeah i just use my skateboard i don't have one of those yeah and then i'm like you know using the wrench underneath the car so i'm like wiping off the wrench grease on my uh pajamas oh that <laughs> wrench those are all like <laughs> these are all things that people who aren't in the shop they don't get it they don't really get those simple things where like I could smell some of that grease and like hallucinate a whole scene about what happened in the car. 
and <laughs> like potentially witness a murder, like yeah. Wendy's and death or something. I've yeah. I've done that before. I've done that before. Oh, you have. Where wow. I can see the whole history of a car and be like, this is what this car was involved with: crimes, normal racing. I mean, um, again, we don't want to get too detailed, but I think I know a, a specific guy, Wink, yeah, can, that you're talking about. Can we stop bringing this up? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I just don't know what's going to happen with uh, this person that you keep bringing up. Yeah, I just, this I just guy know. that I keep bringing up. Yeah. What's his name? Ro- Roland? <laughs> Ronald? I just thought it was cool that they created a whole detective TV show based off of your... Uh, Automotive hallucination gifts. Yeah, and that's what they called it. Automotive automotive hallucinations. <laughs> it's right on the nose. It's great. Yeah. You know exactly what you're getting into. Now, do you Maybe. do you like to then sort of test the customer to see if they're lying? Since you sort of know the car's history, do you kind of ask them, you know, like if they're taking good care of it just to see if they're going to lie straight to your face? I mean, I used to in my early years, but then, you know, you hear so many stories from people and you just you lose the true meaning of the cars and the grease and the car pajamas and the skateboard. And you don't want to hear anyone's like bullshit about like what they think they've been doing to take care of their car. They're like, yeah, I, uh, I brush my engine as, as much as I'm supposed to, like once in the morning, once at night. And I floss in between the parts of the engine. And I'm like, yeah, you clearly don't. It's the same as a dentist. And a lot of people don't realize that. Well, usually they're already pretty freaked out by you just walking up to their car, sniffing it, and your eyes rolling in the back of your head yeah. for like a minute. You kind so, of seem to disappear for a bit and then right. come sometimes back to it consciousness. Takes like, it takes like 30 minutes sometimes to get a full history. <laughs> so I, I've woken up before and I've, I've had paramedics around me. Um, <laughs> you pissed yourself. It's the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Good thing you're wearing that jumpsuit though, right? Easy yeah, clean right, right. And then I'll grease. wake up and my first line will be like, did you change your oil two years ago? And they'll be like, yes. And I'm like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you did not. So all that 30 minutes was just to see if they had <laughs> changed their oil. I mean, I know the rest of the history too, but I just have to pick what I can't just go reciting. The gotcha. Whole- that's true. The typical car owner at least knows that they have to change the oil. That's, yeah. that's like a common denominator that everybody can relate to. Right, right. So that's kind of where I was. I had to step away from it, obviously, to film that TV show. But when I came back to it, and obviously, guy was gone. I mean, uh, someone was gone from the auto shop. <laughs> Some I guy to- <laughs> was gone. I had to step back into my role, and I, you know, sliding back on that skateboard underneath the car. It was like I never stopped sliding on a skateboard in my pajamas. And what you got? Like, what are we talking? You got an element deck with some independent trucks. What kind of bearings you got on that? I don't know skateboards, man. Right. I don't. I don't know why you're asking Reds. me about Thank that. Thank you, Ken. <laughs> I, did I at least pass your test? I tried to like sneak one by you when you were asking me about my car history, but I think I was pretty honest the most. Yeah, part. I mean, like as far as most people know, I know you know a good amount about cars. You've seen yeah. a lot of these movies, and for most and people, that's where I they're going to get. Yeah, you're going to get a lot about cars. I mean, I everything I know about cars is from this movie series. I have never learned about a car outside of the Fast and Furious franchise. Not even no, once. Didn't you, didn't you accidentally watch the movie Cars one time thinking it was a tie-in? No, no. I um, I saw it on a... It was a recommended video on uh, Netflix or something. Of course. Um, but I was just like, uh, this seems kind of pretentious to make a movie about um, cars like for kids. Like as if kids would understand the complexities yeah. of a car. Mm-hmm. These um, are complex machines. They kids don't understand this. That might have been the same day where I watched a little bit about Sonic the Hedgehog. So I'm like, I'm going to watch something that's not for kids. Um <laughs> And, but that still has something going fast. Uh, yeah, you I realized I realized it wasn't a car, so I stopped watching that one. 
Who who do you think is going to win in a race? Sonic the Hedgehog or Dom Toretto? Oh, come uh, on. I don't even know is why that I have to ask, question? ask that question. Yeah. Okay. okay, I guess it was too obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Dom and his classic Charger? Yeah. It, it wouldn't even be close. It wouldn't no, even be close. I mean, One's got to go fast, but one needs the speed. Yeah. You know? I, I've never heard Sonic say ride or die. <laughs> That's think true. He threaten death. He's not putting his life on the line. The yeah. thing is, sometimes Sonic goes slow, too. He's not always going fast. Yeah. And he's eating, like, chili dogs. I've heard. I've heard from people that he eats chili dogs. Uh, uh-huh. Dom doesn't put that kind of junk in his body because he's... <laughs> I was about to say he's got to go fast. <laughs> Well, we know Dom treats his his body just like a car, and only like a temple off of fuel and water oil. Have we seen Have we seen Dom eat before? No, it's just uh, it's Cronus. <laughs> it's just Cronus. Okay, that's what I'm making sure. I just wanted to make sure that yeah. that was canon that he is not consumed because we know Paul no. Walker eats only tuna sandwiches, which and, they mentioned were horrible. He had yeah, so many I, I don't think sandwiches. anyone else eats. Oh no, they. Him and Mia eat in one of the scenes in the Fast Five in the beginning, and and Han's always eating, but yeah, he's he dead is, now. So. He's eating, yeah, but then he died, yeah. yeah so because he's back in Tokyo, baby, yeah, he's dead, yeah, forever. Or is he? Wink. Well, you know what? I think it's time we we learned some more about this movie through some trivia. Are you two ready for? Hey, did you know that? That's right. For new listeners, this is the trivia portion of our show where we pit our guest and CJ head-to-head to see who knows the most about what we watched. Steve, CJ, are you two ready? Vroom, vroom. Skirt. All right. First question. We, we've already established that Paul Walker died in the middle of filming this movie, unfortunately. But how old was he when he passed away? Well, he wasn't the Lucas guy, so he's not like 50. Uh, he's probably younger than that. 41. 36. CJ was closer. He was 40. Dang. Dang. Still young, though. Yeah. (sighs) Too young. All right. That's the last uh, morbid thing on this trivia. Starting (laughs) trivia off on a good note. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Next question. How many cars were destroyed during the filming of this movie? I guess that's kind of (laughs) morbid. Yeah, those are. That's that's sad. During the filming of the movie or during the movie? During the filming of the movie. Not that that helps me in any capacity. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) During the filming specifically. 34. Okay. 35. Steve is closer, but you both yes. are way off. It's 230. Jesus. We I were off by 200. I kind of wanted to say 100, but I'm like, that's stupid. Nah, man. But it this wasn't a even Fast close. Furious movie. Uh, I wonder how much of their budget that was. Probably seriously. 90%. The chicken fight between Jason Statham and Vin Diesel. <laughs> they like purposely are like, I guess this is the part where we just slam into each other head on. <laughs> I thought someone was going to swerve, but no, they just head yeah. on hit. Clearly so those good. two would never break from that. So right. no. we all saw that coming too. Those egomaniacs. <laughs> all right. Next question. The next few are true or false. True or false. Dwayne Johnson performed all of his own stunts in this movie. Ooh. He doesn't really do much. He's kind of, sidelined for a lot of this so i i'll say true i mean he does flex out of his cast yeah Yeah. i would say true but the cast thing is there's no way um (laughs) because that would really hurt his arm i think it hurts the cast more than his arm yeah honestly yeah yeah i would also say true though but the cast one that's the thing where i'm like if that's cgi i mean i know it's cgi but is he out is he flexing on a dummy cast behind that 
How many how many casts were injured in the process? <laughs> yeah, true. So, was true. it like three hundred takes, like three hundred casts that were all broken? All right, so you both saying true? Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, surprisingly, no, it's false. His cousin Tenno Tenai Tenai Reed, uh, who's his body double in a lot of his movies, did a lot of the stunts. Whoa. I'm surprised. I thought Dwayne Johnson would do a lot more. Yeah. No wonder they kicked him out of the franchise. Did you guys? I I, I feel like I'm the only one keeping up with this news. Did you see the latest news about no. Vin Diesel and The Rock? Oh yeah, we talked about the other part last time, right? Right. Yeah. Last I heard, where they were back, they're back together, and they made amends for their fake feud. But what, what's happening now? Nope, not anymore. Oh no. Vin Diesel has asked The Rock to rejoin the franchise, and The Rock said, and I quote, that that was manipulative, and that there was quote. No chance that he would return to the series. Oh, okay. Because yeah. in yeah. Uh, Vin Diesel's original post, he was just like talking about how it's something Paul Walker would have wanted for them, and Vin Diesel, or then The Rock was like, "That's you're manipulating me. Don't mm. bring up Paul Walker to do this kind of stuff. Like you're yeah. wrong." But this could all be publicity for a huge reuniting end of a right. trilogy. Who knows? By the, our next record, they could be back. <laughs> <laughs> they just right. keep flip flopping. Oof. All right. Well, uh, next question. True or false again? Jason Statham was originally supposed to be the lead antagonist for the previous movie, playing Owen Shaw. True. Yeah, I'll say true. Yep, true. Yeah, he, he was originally supposed to be the main Shaw character, but he had scheduling conflicts because, you know, he's a busy guy. Yeah. So they just made him the dude's brother in the next yeah. movie because he could do it then. They're like, what uh, should we name him? I'm like, yeah, just keep Shaw. We already talked yeah. about this for a while. It's, it's his brother. Yeah. He looks like a Shaw. Yeah. yeah. Just keep him. Yeah, they do look very similar. I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Tied up. All right. Next question, true or false? This movie made more in its opening weekend than the original Fast and the Furious made in its entire theatrical run. Oh, I could believe true. that. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. This is like a billion-dollar franchise. It's insane. Yeah, right. And this is probably one of the more popular movies just because it's Paul Walker's last. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think, yeah, a lot of things. The The Rock is still in it, Jason Statham, and Paul Walker's last one. Yeah. it's You've and got Kurt a lot Russell of Kurt Russell and yeah. like, fucking everyone. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. And the Corona's coming back. <laughs> right. Yeah, Corona, they did it. <laughs> still tied. All right. Okay. Well, here we go. Here's the tiebreaker. Dang. What is the Rotten Tomatoes Tomato Meter score in percentage just closest? Should I start? Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. Um, 100. <laughs> yep, okay. okay. Well, um, I'll say 82. Okay. All right. So I think we've established that CJ cheats on these in previous I episodes. <laughs> Did I get it? It's <laughs> exactly right. You got yeah. it like, on the money? <laughs> I got it. That was a total swing in the dark. Uh-huh. I watched this like three weeks ago. I don't remember what the score was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah show wow. us your notepad there. Hold yeah. up the camera. If right. you can read any of that handwriting, 82%, good luck. Uh, I see Rotten Tomatoes huge. by movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it says the number 82 like a million times on that page. <laughs> it's underlined. And it says, don't, don't forget. Yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I didn't have it written down before. All right. Well, I guess by, I, you know, probably cheating, but CJ's our winner. <laughs> It's been a long time since you won. I don't know if that's, that's true, um, but yeah, it might like be it. one of the. I feel like I haven't lost on the Fast and Furious ones. Maybe once. Yeah, yeah that sounds right. All right, what do you think the the audience score was on Rotten Tomatoes, Steve? 
jeez. Well, if the critics weren't 100, then the audience must be. So 100. <laughs> okay. okay. That's it. Yeah. Uh, 86. Okay. So, <laughs> look. Here's the thing. I'm just kidding. No, that's not, that's not right. no way. <laughs> it's also 82%. That oh, you're supposed to look at your notepad again. You should yeah. forget. <laughs> My notes? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, clearly, I mean, this is probably one of the highest rated ones. From all the ones we've done, I don't remember. This is what, what I'm saying, Ken. Were, but... I think my feelings on this movie are in line with what most people. Whereas you, you go down. I'm, I'm going up. Yeah, these get better and better. Okay. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, here we got to get to our ratings. So I think it's time for our ratings. Ratings. Uh, Steve and I think we all want to know, and hopefully we can quickly go through your previous ratings but what would you rate this movie on a scale of one to ten for you it depends on what i rated the other ones because i just like i don't know i feel like this this franchise gets better and better but it also started off perfect so does anyone have my old scores on hand yeah i'll pull them up really quick here okay i don't know if anyone remember them off top of our heads i don't know um they might be in your notepad somewhere like next to the rotten tomatoes scores for every movie yeah, let's see here. Okay, we've got uh, The Fast and Furious. Steve, you gave that a 10. Wow, starting off strong. Okay. Uh, you gave Too Fast, Too Furious a 10. You must really like that one. I must have uh, liked the that Fast, one. The Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, you gave a 10. Wow, still very strong. I like that one. They changed location. <laughs> it's Tokyo, baby. <laughs> Fast and Furious, as we all know, is called Ampersand. You gave that one a 10. I like that. Wow. They went back to basics. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Fast Five. You gave that one a ten. I like that. The Rock joined it. <laughs> That's a good point. Right. Fast and Furious Six. Back to using an ampersand and a number. You gave that one a ten. I like that. I had the longest runway I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> we calculated that was like a hundred miles or something. Every movie individually. <laughs> yeah. To me, they are all one except for Tokyo Drift. But. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Steve. Now, now's the time for Furious Seven. In my whole life, I've never seen anyone flex out of a cast before, and this was the first time I've ever seen that. So that's got to be a 10. Wow. Wow. Crazy. Who saw that coming? Just everyone in your car. Honestly, I didn't. I didn't, because I'm not a really predictable person. That's right. Sure, I've only seen, like, what, 10 movies? but (laughs) And parts of Sonic. Right. Yeah, not enough to rate it. Right. All right, CJ, I, I think I want to go next, if that's okay, All right. just so we don't end on a low note here. Uh, so yeah, what I, what I would give the other ones really quick. All right, the first one, fast, The Fast and The Furious, you gave an eight and a half. Okay. Which I still that's think great. is, wow. Too Fast, Too Furious, you're down to a six and a half. Okay. Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift is Tokyo Baby, you gave a nine. Yeah, that's right. Ampersand, you gave a five and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's not, not a good movie. <laughs> fast well, five, you gave an eight and a half. What the that's, fuck? That's, <laughs> Ken, I Ken, feel like you have you, this reaction your ratings are all over do this. I know. Yeah, I don't know. And I feel like you adjust your ratings too. because Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they get tinged by my memory. <laughs> all right. And then okay. the sixth one, Fast and Furious 6, you gave a back down to a five and a half. Okay, yeah. You are all over the place. But you said you liked Fast Five comparatively to the rest of the ones where they got crazier, right? Yeah. Again, they all blend together to me, and I don't remember Fast Five whatsoever anymore. So maybe that's why I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. But It's the one with the uh, vault. Yeah, they're dragging the vault through the city. It's London, baby, I think. Or no, that was the sixth one. 
I think Rio, they had baby. some, some Wait, drifting going on. So I think maybe that's why I, I bumped it back up because it, yeah. it had Tokyo Drift vibes. Oh, it did. It. it did. It did. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So okay. for Furious so 7. Furious 7. So this one's special because it's a weird movie just because they had to like re-edit it in the middle of filming because you know Paul Walker is no longer with us. And it's just interesting to watch with all the weird CGI'd in stuff, like with his brothers as stand-in doubles and the weird voiceovers and everything. So it, it, I don't know. I think that adds something to me for it to me, but at the same time, it's still like not a good movie. So <laughs> I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a six out of ten. I think a Jeez. six. Okay. Yeah. So better than the last one. Better than the last one. I mean, the the rock does flex out of a cast. Yeah. So I feel like I you mean, could make yeah. it at least like a six and a half. Right. You yeah. Probably add a half point for just that. Okay, I will. Six okay. Cool. okay. Wow. <laughs> cool. All right. Six and a half. Okay. Still, still far yeah. too low, but heading in the right direction. So yeah. yeah. It's it's enjoyable for like the weird like leaning into how crazy it is. Yes. But I don't know. That's not. It's funny, but it's not one hundred percent for me. So yeah. I think we're definitely at the point where the franchise is very aware of itself and like mm-hmm. knows what it's doing in terms of like we're just gonna make it very over the top actiony stuff. Wait, wait. Did you guys think the part where they were jumping the cars between the buildings was over the top? <laughs> we oh, didn't even talk about that. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. He goes through three buildings. <laughs> totally yeah, forgot about but he was just trying to escape. So I don't we, Man. Any of us in that situation would have done the same. So it doesn't seem like over the top to me. He's just, dra- he's just racing in like a billion dollar car, like in the hypersport, blasting yeah. through walls. The brakes get cut, obviously. Has to blast through another wall. That whole sequence felt like a completely different movie to me. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Truly insane. And one of the best parts of the movie. <laughs> yeah. We, we didn't talk about any of that. And then Ronda Rousey fighting Letty. Right. Yeah. Thanks her for making the party more exciting. Like wanted to get into a fight. Yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff. Um, but I wouldn't call any of that over the top. <laughs> right. I think no, it's no. very, I think very, it's very tastefully, very tastefully done. Yeah. Yeah. All right, CJ. All right, my turn. The Fast and the Furious, I gave a five. <laughs> too fast, too furious, another five. Tokyo Drift, down to a four. Brawly. That one's maybe a bit that's the one maybe I was a little harsh. Maybe that is a five. Uh, ampersand, I gave a five and a half. So we're back on the upswing. Fast five, I gave a 7.25. And Fast and Furious six, I gave a 7.4, which makes Furious seven, I think, a, we'll do a 7.6. Okay. Okay. Uh, should we expect these like more incremental increases from now on? Yeah, yeah, I don't understand what what. So, like, are you leaving room for a seven point five in the future? Like, I don't know why. Why is seven point six? Because it's just not. It just doesn't feel like an eight. You know what I mean? It's just not quite that. It was close, but it's just not. You're but it's not a seven point five. It's just missing a little something. It's above a seven point five. It's a seven point six. We have to edit a new star filled graphic for like the five star scale for you for the seven point six. Okay. <laughs> And then, because I'm, it's just not quite an eight. But I'm, I'm thinking, I'm really thinking this next one. That one's probably going to be a true eight. I mean, I hope so. It's fate. It's eight of the Furious. Yeah. Yeah. No, wait. Which, which came next though? Is Hobbs and Shaw next, or is Fate of the Furious next? I, I believe it's the eighth, then Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Right, Steve. I think so. All right. 
I'm so excited for you to see Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, the eighth movie's got an incredible Jason Statham sequence there. Yeah. Maybe my favorite of that movie. More cars coming out of planes. They're in Antarctica, I think. There's like a submarine. Is that the one where they like for some somehow hack all of the cars to like self-drive out of yes. a parking Probably. garage. Probably. Yes. Okay. And then uh Vin Diesel is on the other team. <gasps> uh, what? Oh. And I think a new oh yeah, a new star is introduced to the franchise. I don't want to say too much, given away. I genuinely don't remember. Very excited. All this is to say, Steve, we'll see you back in March to do the next one. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I mean I'm only watching these movies in the meantime, so I'll be ready. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Thanks again for joining us. Do you have anything you want to plug at the end here? You know, we just had our first snow in Chicago, so make sure you get those chains on your tires. (laughs) You got it. Keep your oil chains up to date. Uh, Rotate those tires. You know, turn them them every once in a while. Turn them around. Yeah. Uh, Don't lie to your mechanic. That's pretty. Yeah. Don't lie to me if you see me in the shop. Like, I, I know everything your car has been through. Don't. And my biggest plug is like, don't call the police if you see my eyes rolled in the back of my head and I'm out for like half an hour because that's just that's just something I do to learn more about your car. It's um, normal. Even if I don't have a pulse, for, please don't do CPR. Like I've had rib injuries in the past. <laughs> I'm just having this weird car hallucination. You could watch my TV show if that's confusing. Um, <laughs> check out Automotive uh, Hallucinations streaming on Peacock. Ooh, nice. Peacock, nice. Yeah. The free one. Home of the Fast and the Furious franchise. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks again. Uh, CJ, what do we have? You can follow us on all the things at Overtalking Pod. Call or text us at USACAT1591. Email us at overtalkingpod at gmail.com. Go to our website, overtalkingpod.party. If you want to find the rest of the episodes that Steve has been on, you can type in the word Steve in the little search bar, and all those episodes will come up. Or Fast or Furious. Yeah, Fast or, or Furious or, or Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Or Toolman. <laughs> you can search me by my nickname, Toolman. It'll, it'll pop up. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that'll maybe work. Uh, oh, no. They're here. The Overtalking Overlords. Oh, shit. Crap, they're loud. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the, you know what that sound means. The Overtalking Overlords have arrived. They are on ghastly. Fuck. Ghastly otherworldly landlords who show up at the end of every episode remind me to remind you, if you like the show, please go on iTunes and rate a special review. Reviews are what help you find this podcast. Also, we spend a no money on advertising, so if you like the show, please tell a friend and spread the word. We would really appreciate it. Thank you. Next week, we will be having Lauren Schauen back, and we will be watching Netflix's Death to 2021. Yes. So if you haven't checked it out, check it out now, and you'll be all ready for the next episode. And as we always say... Daddy's got to go to work. The sound of the cast is so good. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Skirt. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Special guest this week was Steve. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs.